Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Want to apologize for some of Sam's audio. Sounds a little choppy this week. Our producer Matt Nagy is still trying to figure his shit out, so he'll get better. Since we talked about some head coaching stuff earlier in this pod, we recorded it earlier in the week. Doug Peterson did get a job with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shout out to the Visor. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody, welcome to the SS Easy Money Podcast. I'm here with Salami Sam, Meatloaf McLeod. How we doing, Sam? Not bad, thanks. Still a little beat up over the passing of meat, but um, time heals all wounds. Sure does. Except for last week. I'm still trying to get over that. Yeah, last week. We're going to um, need some more time. Yeah, uh, it was funny because the first half of the Kansas City game literally went exactly how we thought it would. Like, I think they're going to rush them. I think they're not going to have time to get big plays off. I think Kansas City is going to move the ball pretty easily. Um, and they were blowing them out 21 to three. Um, if that pace kept up, that should have finished the game. 40. Um, so that diagnosis was. Pretty spot on for the first half. Um, I was feeling very good. Uh, and then the second half, I have not sure if I've ever seen anything like that, really. Uh, how about you? Oh, that was pretty amazing. I guess Joey Burr's the real deal. Might be. I got a couple of conspiracy theories, though. So in the first half, again, it was going exactly how we wanted it to go because we took Kansas City minus seven for the easy money pick of the week. So I thought to myself, when the Bengals started to come back, that they're trying to construct the Madden Super Bowl as first Super Bowl because it was the year of his passing. So I just assumed the 49ers were going to win the next game because Kansas City just gave the game up in the second half. Anyway, 49ers didn't win. So we know we know that. My next conspiracy theory, I think, is spot on. I think Joey B has those little alien guys from the Space Jam movie, the original one. Mm-hmm. The ones from Moron Mountain. Mm-hmm. And at halftime, I'm listening. At halftime, he had them go into the Kansas City locker room and somehow got every single one of the players on the offense to pass around the game ball and just suck the life out of them. So they're walking around like Charles Barkley in the movie, Muggsy Bogue, Sean Bradley in the original Space Jam movie in the second half. And that is the only thing I could come up with to excuse how Kansas City played in the second half. That's a valid uh, theory. Um, I don't know how else to explain it. It it is extremely bizarre. Um, The Space Jam theory holds water. Other than some sort of mystical bizarre looney tunes intervention i have i don't think i've ever seen anyone um a team with that much potential play that bad i mean yeah they gave it up i mean mahomes was running around doing his mahomes thing but if you just watch the receivers they just stopped they just stopped running around with them they're putting their hands down how many times did he get sacked on a sacked on a third down I mean, yeah, and and it, when you look at Kansas, or I'm sorry, Cincinnati's game plan, it was make them dunk it the field, eliminate the big play, which is definitely it's, you want to do against the Chiefs 
Same thing you want to do against the Bengals. Same thing you want to do against the Rams, honestly. Make them dink and dunk it. And they did. And Kansas City was taking it to them. And Mahomes was dink and dunk it. But then I think they just kind of, they said to themselves, if we just eliminate the big play, eventually we're going to start getting to them. And they did. I mean, it was a great coaching job by the Bengals. I mean, great game. Oh, yeah. they were doing what they needed to do. So it was disappointing, obviously. But um, I, you know what's funny? A couple of weeks ago, right before the playoffs started, I said, remind me when the playoffs start just to take every single team getting points. We didn't do that at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we would have done that, I think we would have won a lot of money. Just <laughs> the underdogs won. I was like, oh. literally, I was like, I was like you got to remember to remind me of this. <laughs> every team in the playoffs just take whoever's getting points. Yep. Yeah, we pretty much hit the reset button every week. Maybe next year we'll be a little more consistent if, when we, or listen to our own goddamn advice. That's the that funniest would, thing. It's like I talk to people that listen to the podcast. They're like, oh, man, did pretty good last week. I'm like, I hope the listeners did because I didn't bet on anything. <laughs> Make the bet or something. Or, yeah, or yeah, even like the 49ers pick, you know, like we, we, were, we were correct on that one. They covered, they got, you know, by a half a point they covered, but they could have easily won that game. Um, honestly, the out of the four teams left, these are the two teams that I didn't really want to see. I, I thought it'd been way cooler to see Kansas City and San Francisco. Um, oh, for sure. I think, I think everybody learned a valuable lesson here. And if people paid attention to the witch doctor stuff that we've been doing all season, it was to actually go with the complete opposite of our picks these last few weeks. So, lesson learned. Listeners, yeah, yeah, actually, guys, yeah, there's something to be said. If anyone out there is wise enough to just bet the exact opposite of what we said these last three weeks, we were trying to help you, but if you didn't pick up on it, then shame on you. Looks like you passed the test. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Um, yeah, so the T's got messed up, obviously, because Kansas City just shit the bed in the second half, just shit all over themselves. Now, 49ers did cover. So that's a good thing. Uh, Sneaky Good did not make it because they had the over in that game, and the over was 46. And there was a lot of defense in that game. But what what are your thoughts on the Rams? I mean, you got Matt Stafford going to the Super Bowl a year after leaving Detroit. Well, exactly. That's, to be honest, like, how, as Detroit Lions fans, how did we not see this coming? Like, um, this is the most Detroit Lions thing to do ever. Is whoever leaves them does very well other places. You definitely should have seen like their best franchise quarterback. Maybe should have called this from the season's beginning that he will go to. So I have zero doubt he's going to win the Super Bowl based on. Oh man, there is um, <clears throat> there's a lot of sad people out there. One, all of Detroit Lions fans, very sad right now. Two, Jared Goff. I can't imagine what that guy's going through at the moment. I mean. Without all this, I mean, all this aside, just imagine moving from L.A. to Detroit. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm looking at like 12 inches of snow right now. So, yeah. yeah, I bet he's going through it. But I think probably one of the most pissed off people is Josh Allen. After losing to the Chiefs in overtime <laughs> and all that speculation. Chiefs win the coin can't flip. Play. You can't <laughs> play any better than you played. No, Chiefs win the coin flip, three and out, Bagels take the game. <laughs> Yeah. 
unbelievable. Oh man. So yeah, this is gonna be an interesting uh interesting week to come. I'm excited for it. Coaching carousel, did you see that uh Brian Flores article? That was insane. Yeah, what's your take on that? Okay, so I can break it down pretty from what I understand. Um basically there's the Rooney rule, which is in place uh that makes um certain um teams have to interview minority coaches uh which makes sense good rule um however whenever you make a rule like that there are going to be people that just sort of go by that rule just to meet the rule and they may not necessarily be interested in the person that they're interviewing but per the Rooney rule they're going to do it anyway nothing to do with race or anything but um so what's interesting about this is according to the story I read Basically, the Giants had already decided that they were going to hire their new coach, whose first name is Brian. Brian Flores was scheduled to be interviewed for that coaching position. For the Rooney rule, they had to interview um, people other than white males, right? Right. Bill Belichick. Like before Brian Flores even interviewed, apparently sent Brian Flores a congratulations text for getting the job. And the theory behind this is that that text was accidentally sent to the wrong Brian. (laughs) Other Brian actually did get the job. And Bill slipped up and sent that text to the wrong Brian. And Flores is going, I didn't get the job. I haven't even interviewed yet. And then they interviewed him and gave it to the other Brian. So the theory is that inside information Belichick had, which is understandable, he's got ties that organization. And um, it was an accidental text, which does make perfect sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense to text somebody, congratulations on getting the job when you didn't get the job. And it does make perfect sense to text somebody, congratulations, Brian, for getting the job when a guy named Brian did get the job. <laughs> so it certainly looks uh, like an accidental text. I don't know how else you explain it. And um, for that reason, Brian Flores is going to be suing the NFL um, for essentially not following the Rudy rule. Wow. That's crazy. This is probably exactly why Bill Belichick does not have Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. That he yeah. runs. Nice mistake, Bill. Nice mistake. I don't know. I'm I just I was super surprised that guy doesn't have a job. Like I can he understand too, why man. he's so angry. But what was so what was the what was the thing that came out to they were trying to prove that was it the owner of the Dolphins was offering him a hundred thousand dollars per game to tank the games for every loss that he had. They were gonna, he was going to get an extra $100,000 so they can get a better draft pick. Yeah. Who knows how much validity there is to that. Uh, yeah, but that's, again, the, that's the rumor. Uh, well, here's this. Would you do it? Um, no, not if I was a first-time head coach. But it puts you in a very weird position as a head coach because you want to have a good relationship with management. But then, man, it's just, I mean... You, and it depends on the position. Obviously, I just want to do anything on ethical period. Um, if I were, if I got to that point in my career, like Brian Flores did, or as a head coach, 
absolutely no way I'd do anything unethical, even if my employer wanted me to do, because there's 31 other employers out there. Um, and I'd probably do the same thing he did, honestly, is go out and after I was done there and say, they, if they actually did try to pay me to do that, I would say I didn't. Yeah. Now, 10 years ago, would you have done it? <laughs> let's let's be real here. <laughs> let's flash back to being to be having your electricity <laughs> shut off in a one bedroom apartment as you're eating your hot and ready by the street lights. That's right. What Sam's, are you gonna do for a hundred grand? <laughs> Sam's uh, Sam's middle name was unethical. His nickname was unethical. <laughs> what are you gonna do for a hot ready? Uh, I so I, I mean Brian Flores doesn't seem like the type of person that was put in a position where he would have had to have done that. I'm surprised there must be something that we don't understand about this situation. Cause on paper, you look at it pretty good coach um, dealing with a messy franchise seemed to make the best of it from what I could tell. So there must be some kind of, I don't know if it's personality or if it's rubbing people the wrong way or something, but it is surprising that he did not get another coaching job. Cause I, we said it right off the bat out of all the coaches, He's the one that seemed to do pretty well with what he had to work with. Yeah, there's a lot more terrible people out there that made made it through oh, their yeah. first couple of years, you know? Oh, yeah. Super surprised by that. Yeah. So, all right. Now we have, so Las Vegas got Josh McDaniels. He finally left. What are your thoughts on that one? Is he going um, to come right out? I know the team is a little upset that the pit boss, Passaccia, didn't get it. Right. Because, dude, he did fine. Like, what was, again, maybe we don't know everything, but he, again, seemed to step in and do pretty well. Um, After all the shit they went through, they, he did oh just fine. Yeah, completely. So that was a little surprising. Um, Josh McDaniels, the he had the coaching stint in Denver. Um, wasn't great. Draft. Tim Tebow in the first round, I believe. I think it was first round. Um, he seemed at that time to be a little arrogant. He was definitely into um, talking smack. Um, I remember at one point before the Chargers game, he told the Chargers that he owns them. Um, so hopefully he's grown up a little bit. Um, I just I don't I don't know how it'll work out honestly. I that all the head coaches that got hired, I really I really don't I, I don't have a good read on a lot of them. Um it's gonna be a very interesting year next year. Yeah, I always forget about the Bronco days for McDaniels. I because even last year I'm like, man, how is this guy not going out and getting a job right now? But I, I forget yeah, about that time. It that didn't go had. well. Yeah. Nope. Well, so. not only that, he had one, it didn't go well, and then supposedly he verbally agreed to be with the Colts and went back on that at the last minute. Ah, I see. There's some other issues there too. Pretty trustworthy guy. He belongs in Vegas. Right. Right. All right. Well, hopefully we can get along with Passaccia. We'll see. Broncos got a Nathan Hackett. Now he was the OC for green Bay. You know, speaking of Vegas, I'm going to Vegas uh, next week. Oh, are you? Yeah. You got, you want me to place out there or anything? Like Super Bowl? I don't, well, shit. I guess we can gamble everywhere now, right? Yeah, you just do it online. But now, if we're cool. talking, if we're talking blackjack. Then, then, yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> just was, give me a. 
give me a call, Venmo you. I was telling a story about you the other day. I said, somebody said, yeah, me and my friend Sean were in Vegas. I said, uh, at one point, uh, he came back to the room and woke me up. He's like, yeah, you, you, you've been asleep for like two days. <laughs> I've, I've had like two dinners and two breakfasts. You've been asleep. We had like sightseeing. We missed like three. <laughs> we missed like three tea times. I'm like drinking coffee, hanging out, walking the strip. Yeah, I tend to overdo it a little bit. Night <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, you overdid it. All right. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do that this time. All right, Josh McDaniels be out there. He'll keep you in check. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we got so Broncos got the Green Bay OC, Chicago, Matt. Eberfluss. Uh, he's the defensive. Uh, I don't know a lot about it. Yeah, but yeah. I've heard the analysts say they're not thrilled with that hire. But was he the defensive coordinator for the Colts? He was. He was. Our producer Matt Nagy's a little upset. He took the day off because he knew we'd be talking about the coach hires. Yeah, he's got to blow up some steam. That's right. Visor was getting a little tight. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's also been gaining weight on an incredible, incredible rate. Yeah. yeah. It happens when you come to Michigan. It happens when you come to Michigan. The big so what, Midwest, yeah. So Our, now they got, uh, they can't officially offer the job to Kevin O'Connell, the offensive coordinator for the Rams, but he got the Vikings job over Jim Harbaugh, and Jim Harbaugh said last night that he's coming back to Michigan. Yes. Yeah, which, why not? I mean, you probably got a pretty cake job in Michigan compared to, like, the pressures of a head coach. I mean, if you can go to Michigan and just pretty much only do one good thing in like five years, like, you know, I mean, you would have been fired year two in the NFL. You know what I mean? So why not just hang out? I mean, at this point in your career as well, you know, um, I'll be surprised if Eric, uh, is it Eric Benemy or even the enemy? Yeah. The, the, the OC for the chiefs. I'd like to see him get a job. That's another guy year after year. How does he not have a job? That's how, and that's how Mike Zimmer was for a long time. Mike Zimmer went for years. People were like, how does this guy not have a head coaching job? They got one. He did pretty good. I mean, but it's fun now, but I wonder where he'll end up. Yeah. It's hard to keep up too with all these no-namers popping up. Some people you just never even heard of, but what's the most attractive coaching job that's still open to you? Well, what do we have open right now? We have... Yeah. Houston still open. Uh, Saints still open. You got well, the Vikings technically open, but we know who's going there. Miami? Think, Did uh, they hire anybody yet? I don't think so. It's Miami or Saints. Saints are a good organization. You know, Miami sort of seems like an unstable organization, but Saints are a well run team, good organization. Uh, that, that'd probably be. A nice landing place for somebody. Yeah. Well, Jacksonville's still open too, huh? Yeah, that'd be a nightmare. That would be a nightmare. I would take the Saints. They have a good infrastructure. As would I. Nice. Man. So, Super Bowl, we're going to do a pod next week. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to let the line settle up a little bit, but we're pretty excited for it. Yeah. One thing I will mention do you feel like since I got the vasectomy, We've lost most of our bets. Yeah, I think all your testosterone got got diminished. Your alpha male instincts have fallen by the side. Man, and, uh, you need to you need to get on some kind of supplement, buddy. 
get some subs. There's a direct, actually, there is a direct correlation between you getting your something got cut off. I don't know. You got something cut off, and ever <laughs> ever since that, we've been on a skid. Judging by our win loss record since I had it done, I would I would say they they cut everything off. <laughs> yeah, and you know I don't know if it's the doctors to blame or you or uh, is it the vasectomy or is it your addiction to the cheesecake factory? It could be both, actually. So I think we both need to start being better men, and um, you need to you need to like start um, eating like raw steaks or something. And like drinking like those Rocky shakes with the raw eggs and eating salads and go to the salad factory instead of the cheesecake factory. And maybe we can bounce back. Yeah. Not only for the pod, but just your overall health. There's a good chance you die in the next five years. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see after this Vegas trip. Yeah. If you can't keep up with that pace of cheesecake. No. (laughs) You can put it down. So what do you think about uh, now that we got the Super Bowl coming up? What do you think about getting some visors? Do you want to get them before or after the Super Bowl and see if it makes an impact? I want to wear a visor during the Super Bowl. Maybe we make some SS Easy Money podcast visors? Yeah, or just have Matt, Matt bring us some in next time. Next time the intern Matt Nagy's coming in, have him pick us some up. Yeah, with our coffee. I'm going to shoot him a text. Yeah. All right, Matt Nagy, bring some visors in. Yeah, I, and I hope to do next week's podcast live from Vegas. Oh, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be in a rare form. You're gonna be you're gonna be in prime primo shape there, buddy. Yeah, it's gonna depend what time of day it's done too. Oh yeah, and we're we're actually gonna be together the weekend after, right? Yeah, yes, we are. So maybe uh. we'll. Maybe we'll do a Super Bowl recap pod or something. All right, yeah, we'll do a we'll do a midweek podcast. Sam McLeod live from Vegas. I I do have I do have uh, one thing to say about the Chiefs because of the way that they've been betting, um, that we've had betting with them this season, and um, this is a Kelly Clarkson lyrics. And, <laughs> um, I'm just glad that they're gone now. You could not help yourself. Here's the thing. We started out friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone. You dedicated the time. Wasn't long till I called you my. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone. And all you'd ever hear me say is how I pictured me with you. That's all you'd ever hear me say. But since you've been gone, Chiefs, I can breathe for the first time. I'm so moving on. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Now I get what I want since you've been gone. <laughs> and we're going to end it there. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got the rights to this. Either. Yeah, Matt Nagy, get us some rights to this. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, folks, sorry for that. And uh, hope you have a great week. We'll check in next week. Sam will be live from Vegas and Super Bowl's right around the corner. Hootie hoo. Hootie hoo.